you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. In 2016, Akira Nakai brought his heavily modified Porsche 911, dubbed Adriana, to the Motegi Raceway in Tochigi, Japan. Every year, the Rough World crew flocked to their Idler Club 12-hour race to drive their curvy and slammed Porsches hard and fast, but this year was different. During this Show Cars Gone Racing event, Nakai-san crested turn four and was rear-ended by a $100,000 Lotus 211. The 211 forced the Kaisan into a full spin, slamming the customized 911 into a wall. The dramatic crash tore off the lower control arm, snapped some shock mounts and a stabilizer bar, and bent the chassis, a near-death sentence for any vehicle. Well, any vehicle not owned by Akira Nakai. Nakai-san is the founder of the Rough World crew and the man who personally took a sawzall to every Porsche purist's sensibilities. With his fast and dirty design aesthetics, he was just the guy to bring a beloved 911 back from the dead. How did a drift kid from Japan redefine Porsche? How did some carbon fiber fenders take over the desires of gamers drooling over air-cooled 911s? And how can a leather armchair, a carton of smokes, and some Mexican Cokes get you one step closer to owning your own outlaw Porsche? Well, today on Pass Gas, we dive into the origins of one of the most controversial Porsche tuners to ever get his hands on a pneumatic Sawzall. It's Akira Nakai. Pass Gas Podcast. 
Akira Nakai made everyone mad. Some people were mad because he was cutting them up, but some people are mad because he made him so cool and will never be able to have one. <laughs> Print. Wow. Print. Print. Upload. <laughs> Upload. I'm, ha- I'm happy with that one. Yeah. Bounce it. <laughs> Bounce it. Send it to Zane. <laughs> Send what? that one to Zane Lowe. Zane Lowe. I thought you were talking Zane Malik. Yeah. That's Zane the Malik. only Zane I know. Who's Isn't Zane he Malik? from One Direction? That guy? No, no. I'm talking about Zane Lowe, the from British. From iTunes Music. Yeah. 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 Oh. He's going to interview us about that song. Oh, it's going to be so good. Welcome to Past Gas, everybody. <laughs> uh, Sorry, I, I laughed and some boogies came out and I had to hide them really quick. <laughs> yeah, my name is Nolan Sykes. I'm joined by James Pumphrey. Yo. And yo. Hey, dogs. Hey, dogs. What's up, dogs? Arf. Arf. And Joe Weber. What's up? How's the nose? Uh, over there, dude? Suck your boogies up, Slime Nation. <laughs> suck your boogies up. Man. Get them boogies in the bank. I can't believe it's been this, taking this long to do a Kieran Akai. I know. We're on what? Episode 207 already. Holy yeah. crap. Wow. That's, it's starting to sound like we're sophomores in college. Yeah, that's oh, what it's yeah. starting to sound like. Car history 207. Welcome. It's actually an elective. To car history 207. Like when you start to get into the fun stuff. Yeah, now it's our pursuit career path yeah this one has a lab unit attached this to is it. a lab yeah. unit so you gotta go to this. the garage this is class and then you have to go to lab for four hours for one credit yeah it's gonna be fun it's gonna be fun yeah <laughs> well it does it my feels lab, like we've already my done lab partner zach job so i'm getting good credit. <laughs> <laughs> we've it feels like we've done this before because we did a pretty exhaustive up to speed super on yeah. rwb couple it took years me ago. two two and a half months to write because mm-hmm. we also got interviews from interviews firsthand yeah. with the Scotto. man himself. We talked to Scotto from Hoonigan. It was really a who's who. It was. It's a really good video. I think we talked to Mark Arsenal, and we kind of shot ourselves in the foot with that video because we're like, every video should be like this. Yeah, and, and then, then we're like, so oh, hard this is not make. sustainable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now let's put as much work into this as like a feature length documentary. <laughs> yeah, so. We kind of let uh, RWB and Akira Nakai kind of sit for a while in terms yeah. of past gas, mm-hmm. and now it feels appropriate. And I'm, then, I'm and then we realized that JDM stuff does so well for this podcast that we, we it only took to us four years to give you more out, JDM yeah. stuff. Yeah. We have we have a four year anniversary coming up, guys. Oh, that's like so, yeah, today. That's basically today in, in podcast time. Whoa, Wait, happy what? four year happy anniversary. four year birthday, uh, boys! Is it crazy. a birthday or an anniversary? Uh, I think it's it's a birthday. It's a birthday yeah. for the podcast. For the, <laughs> the podcast, it's a birthday for the podcast. What but is the anniversary a of us podcast? being podcast brothers? Wow, that's crazy, man! <laughs> what a happy it's been. Happy birthday, Pascas! Happy anniversary, fellas! Hey now, if it, if it were if Pascas were a baby, it would just start learning swear words. Like right yeah, right yeah, now. it would be. be like, uh, you have to start watching what you're saying. Yeah, oh, baby. Yeah. yeah, it would be finally smarter than the dog. Yeah, <laughs> it would just start to learn like emotional manipulation. When it would be singing "Let It Go." Oh yeah. <laughs> when I was around four years old. Um, my mom tells a story. Apparently, I was like messing around with a TV cabinet or something, and like mm-hmm. dropped the VHS tape and <laughs> said like 
damn it. Yeah. <laughs> As like a three year old. Yeah. Hell yeah. And my mom was. That's and you still say do. that. Well, yeah, but now it's like a pro. It's I don't know if it's appropriate, but it's like. Yeah. I yeah. would love to see little three year old, four year old Nolan with a little beard. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like dusting his VHS tape. I didn't even get like a like. I would say my beard is like not. It's not that. It's it's okay. It's good. It's okay, but it, it it's wasn't definitely good for like the length that is in vogue. Yeah, yeah. But it didn't get that way until like two years ago. Really? Yeah. You watch like when you started juicing. Yeah. When you got on juicing, the tea. getting yeah, those steroids, tea shots. Famously good at giving you uh, more facial hair uh, or more <laughs> hair in general. But yeah, you watch some of the early wheelhouses. My beard, my beard has migrated up my face. Luckily, because mm-hmm. like good. at first it was kind of like lower on my face. Mm-hmm. You had a neck beard. <laughs> yeah, a neck beard. Had a, had a neck pre- yeah. Nobody told me. Well, yeah. you were in a uh, Amish community. Why would yeah, they tell that's you? That's true. Like, yeah. It's pretty norm. Dim sum. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. Looks good. Well, the Amish neighborhood in LA is a lot cheaper <laughs> than like everywhere else. So that's why that's why I was living over there. And no noise, noisy car horns. It was or great. Anything. It was really serene. Anyway. When I was three years old, um, I beat Bobby Fisher at chess. <laughs> <laughs> that's why he went into hiding. That's why he went into hiding. He was oh, like, this man. baby beat me. Yeah, can't have that. Yeah, pretty embarrassing. Probably feel pretty bad about that. What do you guys think of these uh, RWB Porsches? Love if you're not familiar, maybe we should lay the groundwork. They're like big, wide body, yeah. wide mm-hmm. bodies, big wings, uh-huh. usually deep, deep dish wheels on yeah. on the cars. Uh huh. Usually, and they're usually they're named, over fenders. Not yeah, some of them are like body, grafted right. in. Yeah, some of them are grafted in, but a lot of them you can still see the uh, not only the hardware, but you can see like the Strip of sealant mm-hmm. around it. Yeah, it uses yeah. like a caulking gun that you yeah. would in your bathroom to Maybe kind of that's seal where it. the rough part comes in. Oh, yeah. Rough world. Rough world, but graft. I think, what do you think about them? I think they're pretty cool. Would I want to own one? Is it the Porsche that I want? Not we'll that, wait, not. stick around to the oh. end to find oh. out. <laughs> this guy YouTubes. <laughs> My general opinion, like, I get excited when I see them in person. Oh, for sure. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't know if I. I don't know if it's my style, really. I don't know if I could pull it off having one. You know I, think I, mean? you could. I think you could. I think you anyone. Think so? You yeah, really yeah. think so? I think yeah. you could. I think one hundred percent, Nolan. If you pulled oh, well, up, that's how fickle I am. Now yeah. I'm into it. If you pulled up to the meet, <laughs> yeah, in a RWB Porsche. Uh-huh. Let's see what color. I'm thinking mm. purple. Oh no, bright green. Bright green. Bright yeah, green. He's so. Or jealous. yellow. Bright yellow. Bright like, color. You have you. Have some oh, the same color, pieces. the same color as his uh, puffer jacket and his Lego Ooh. shoes. Yeah, so the same blue as his yeah. puffer jacket. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty. And good. then the interior is the same yellow as his Lego shoes. Yeah. Ooh. And yeah. and you love Ukraine. What would the right name now? be? The name would be yeah, because uh, all the cars have a name too. Yeah, Maisie. Maisie. Yeah. I think it would Maisie be like May because it's a like little country girl. I think it would be like <laughs> horny coyote. It's uh, they're all women's names. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I just watched one. I watched. No, there's something. Uh, there's a few. Yeah, there's one. I watched one. This British guy had it built over in Sheffield, uh, and they called it the Rockweiler. Oh, yeah. Rockweiler. Oh. Rockweiler. Um, he called one uh, Pandora because he—that's what he listens to when he builds. That's it. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, not because he's a fan of Avatar. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Might be. Natiri, that's mine. Natiri. Uh, <laughs> it's blue and his name is Natiri. That's and it tight. says, I see you. I'm gonna uh, yeah, you. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we're gonna make this happen. Yeah, Guys, yeah. hit my Patreon, dude. No. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's uh I'm excited now. I'm yeah. just gonna be picturing that car this whole time. Let's talk about RWB and Akira Nakai. 
In the mid-90s, drifting was starting to catch on. While the origin of drifting is often credited to Kunimitsu Takahashi, the cultural aspects were popularized by Kaichi Tsuchiya, a man who we've talked about on the show many times, who took to the mountain roads of Japan as a way to test his skills. Uh, we've talked about both these guys in episode 169, <laughs> nice. the Japanese car video that inspired a generation. Definitely check that one out. I plus B. Plus, plus, plus Is 169... Two people 69ing and then one person standing up and watching. <laughs> Stay there. Perfectly still watching. <laughs> and but they're not facing the people. Yeah. They're watching the door. <laughs> Make sure nobody comes in. <laughs> Today drifting has blossomed. That's <laughs> true. I'm like, I'm like imagining a one. Yeah. Because the one is like the nose. Yeah, yeah, the nose is facing the other way. It's a Mormon right. 69. <laughs> He's watching the door. Yeah. <laughs> and it's on a trampoline and he's jumping. Oh, uh, yeah. Ju- <laughs> they're soaking. Out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, not going to explore that further. Okay. Today, drifting has blossomed. As- <laughs> well, if you want to, let me know. Yeah. I'll be your one. I'll watch the door. <laughs> yeah, I'll be your one. I'll watch the door for you. Today, drifting has blossomed into a worldwide sport sport and culture but back then it was more of an annoyance for cops and a niche interest for specific car nerds for americans watching shichia was often bittersweet not only did gearheads in the u.s not have access to the most desirable models used for drifting but u.s kids didn't even get the cool magazines and shows that were making drifting the thing Back in the mid to late 90s, American import magazines focused on all the wrong stuff, if you're a drift guy. They had multi-page spreads of neon-splashed interiors, dripping with fake carbon fiber stickers, and brightly colored stereo faceplates and shift knobs. The American import scene of that time was more like the modern big truck scene, all flash and cheap stick-ons with no real function or fashion to be found. That's brutal. That is brutal. It was still kind of charming. I think sex I say, is coming back. I mean, also, big truck stuff right now, a lot of that stuff is really expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, anyway, while Americans were cramming LED lights into their lowered CRXs, Suchia uh, was transforming the Toyota AE86 into an absolute legend. In the U.S., when fanatics would lower their cars, it was an attempt to look more like a race car, not based on actual function. But in Japan, Nakai-san and the Rough World crew were changing the game. There's this TikTok a channel account mm-hmm. profile. There's this TikTok guy person <laughs> huh, that I watch, and uh, it's like all this found footage from early 2000s mm-hmm. American car scene. Uh, like that's how I went. Remember when I posted the Midnight Club mm-hmm. behind the scenes for the yeah. cover shoot? Oh yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's like yeah. that guy, that's okay. and he just posted this like beat, like just this found footage of this car meet in Pomona in 1998 and it's (laughs) so it's like pretty sick yeah but like a lot of accords and Acura Legends and CRXs Del Sol's and stuff MR2's 300ZX's but very very cool and it's like old cam yeah it's like VHS footage I think that that we floated an idea a couple times of like buying an old car like that and then making it fast or whatever we're putting them on like we did it with Civic not, I mean, not like a true show car, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. A, yeah. It's called sex spec. Yeah, taking like a sex spec car. Ooh. Hot import nights. Yeah. yeah. Vinyl dyed th- dashboards. Scissor doors. I think there's something there, but... Dude, it's coming back for sure. Sex more. spec is going to be a huge thing. We're putting sex spec cars on a shirts now for Zoomies. 
That's right, folks. You can buy a donut, <laughs> apparel, and accessories at any Zoomies in North America or now Blue Tomato in Europe. Uh, you blue Tomato. Blue Tomato in Europe. I wish I went by a Blue Tomato when I was over there. Don't yeah, Google that, okay? <laughs> yeah, it's a blue Tomato, where if you've been asking us to send uh, donut merch to Europe, you can finally buy it in a store, in a Blue Tomato. Go get it. Yeah. You go into Blue Tomato in Sweden and you're like, give me a donut shirt. Give me a donut shirt. <laughs> I got to go to my Volvo. <laughs> I want to wear it to drive in my Volvo. Oh, I thought you said I got to go to a brothel. <laughs> Same. You can. <laughs> yeah. I think you can. You can just drive down to uh, Amsterdam if you wanted to. Yeah. yeah I got to drive my Volvo. I got to drive my Volvo down to Amsterdam and go to a brothel. <laughs> I need a donut shirt. Charles are paying. <laughs> Oh, uh, that in France it means cars are bred. Oh, fudge! <laughs> I gotta make some phone calls, guys. <laughs> we should do an international shirt. Cars are bred and have like a baguette with wheels on yeah. it. Pan, pani uh, chocolat. Pan. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Nolan oh. just got back from France. Yeah. Okay, it. he won't shut up about it. it. I really can't. When I lived in France. When I lived in France I last week. I chocolate every day. We'll be right back with more of this story. But first, a word from our sponsors. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Who was Akira Nakai? Nakai-san doesn't spend much time talking about his childhood. Hmm. Neither do I. (laughs) 
In fact, that's not true. What? In fact, it's tough to find any information on his life before he slid sideways into the drift scene behind the wheel of his Truno. Hmm. Back in 1997, Nakai's son was one of the first to ever run wide wheels on a Corolla. It was rare to see wide wheels, but Nakai's son rolled up in his own AE86, slammed on its belly with 14 by 8s crammed under custom-made fender flares. Uh, they made a bunch of this. Not a bunch, but you, there's some... RWB Corollas out there. Yeah. Pretty mm. good looking. Pretty good looking if I do say so. Yeah, I'm looking at one right now. They've also made Ferraris, which is pretty cool. Look at the camera on the front. <laughs> yeah. No camera on the back. And those wheels by today's standards are not Oh, wide I know. They're like all. six inches wide. Yeah. Eight RWB inches wide is not wide. Did you say Camry or Corolla? Uh, A86. Dude. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Uh, he's getting... He, you know. You can see the beginnings of his style. But back in the day, that was wide. Yeah. Stance didn't even come into play here. Negative camber was so pronounced that it was dubbed Onikayan or Devil Camber. Ooh. And Onikayan may look silly for some. Joe. Wow. We just I saw stand that. by it. <laughs> but the deep camber provided some serious traction during cornering, which is the name of the game on Japanese mountain roads. Nakai-san was also stretching his tires like silly putty over them deep dish wheels. You guys ever take or silly like putty? Or like cheese over <laughs> them deep dish wheels. Yummy. It's almost lunchtime. I remember taking silly putty uh-huh. and, you know, you could press it onto newspaper and stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah, and get a little print yeah, of it. Yeah, I did it on a print of Ziggy. Wow. Oh, nice. Well, they were barely holding on stretching the tires necessary to fit them big old honkers under his arches. So, while all these things may have looked strange to outsiders, they served a very specialized purpose. And also, it just was swaggy as hell. Dude, they're swaggy as so hell, swaggy, dude. dude. I love stretch tires, dog. Got that cheetah. The Rough World crew and their leader, Nakai-san, took the world of slammed slippery cars by storm. They were... <laughs> We should start a magazine called Slam Slippery Cars. <laughs> <laughs> they were featured in magazines and on TV, and people started asking Akira about the whys and hows of the A86s he was wrenching on. Why did you make that car? <laughs> and how did you make it? It was during this time that Nakai-san took a gig at a repair shop to help fund his rough world lifestyle of smoking cigarettes and night racing. <laughs> While he was completely in love with the tiny Truinos, another car came along that caught his eye. But before we get into that, Ziggy uh, is often drawn with just a shirt and no pants on. Dude, you the are lower half of his, his torso is never seen. What do you think's going on? You are completely zig-pilled right now. I am. I am. Okay. I bet he's got a real weird one. <laughs> Ziggy's got a real weird one. I realize, do you think Ziggy and Dilbert are brothers and Ziggy just never got a job? Do you think they're in the same universe? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. for sure. They live in the same But city. Ziggy's way happier because he doesn't uh-huh. have a menial desk job. Right. You know? <laughs> Ziggy's ex-girlfriend told me that he's got a real weird one. <laughs> He, he was dating Kathy, right? Yeah, he was oh, Ack. She was like, Ack. His yeah. one is so weird. Yeah. Ack. 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 He's and, got a weird one. And Dilbert was dating Maxine. Oh. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Greeting card celebrity Maxine steps out of the town. <laughs> With controversial office worker Dilbert. One day in 1991, after Akira had been working at the garage for two years, a totaled 1985 930 Porsche was towed into the shop. 
28-year-old Nikai San took a good long look at the car. It wasn't the first Porsche to come in, but this one was a bit different. It was so destroyed that Nikai San pretty much saw it as a blank canvas. Over the last year, he'd become obsessed with German engineering and the endless artistic potential of the tiny cars, despite being a diehard AE86 driver. So Nikai San cut a deal with the owner, and the mashed machine became his new project car. He named it Stella Artois after his favorite beer at the time and got to work. His favorite beer, Budweiser. <laughs> it's important to note that in the late 90s, air-cooled Porsches weren't the holy grail that they are today. They were mostly overlooked due to the appearance of more modern, water-cooled Porsches. And at the time, you could find an older air-cooled 911 from the 80s for closer to $30,000, not the 100K they demand easily today. I think you could get them for a lot cheaper yeah, than that. Yeah, even cheaper even. Yeah. And this is what made the tiny cars perfect candidates for Nakai-san's chopping block. With his trusty sawzall, Nakai-san got to work on Stella Artois. He cut free anything on the car that wasn't necessary, replacing it with carbon fiber, and essentially carved it into what looked like a mid-70s racing spec Porsche, or like the 993 GT2 race cars of the 90s. This included the fenders, which he hacked off by hand. He just eyeballed the lines and did his best. He quickly replaced them with wide fender flares and 18-inch Workmeister wheels. He also got his friends at Promodet in a neighboring prefecture to help him build the engine to 360 horsepower. Dude, adding horsepower to a Porsche engine, an air-cooled Porsche mm -hmm. engine, is very expensive. That sounds like a lot of power very too, for hard. an air-cooled motor. Yeah, well, that's a lot. 360? Because, like, a 930 doesn't make barely more than 300, right? A well, 930, yeah, so that's a turbo one. Okay. The 360 is probably modest-ish. Mm. Naturally aspirated, that would be insane. Yeah, that's what I was yeah. thinking, naturally aspirated. But but this is a turbo. turbo. Okay. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. By the time he was finished, the Kaisan had turned a beloved Porsche into something very, very different. It looked like a drifting AE86. It was still a Porsche, but it just wasn't a Porsche anymore. His build redefined what Porsche owners were calling outlaw Porsches, slightly modified 911s that would catch your eye in a certain way, but weren't too extreme. Nikaisan blew that up and made outlaw Porsches into something that scared the typical Porsche owner who clung to their 911's precious, precious resale value. Yeah, if you've ever seen a video of uh, Nikai cutting a Porsche, it's freaking insane. It looks like he's not, he unplanned, basically. Right, yeah. Just cut, starts cutting. Mm -hmm. He pulls out a Sawzall. Yeah. yeah. And just hacks it up. In Why, a, with a cigarette with in his With a cigarette mouth. hanging out of his yeah. In that video I watched... It was titled, Nakai-san actually came to Sheffield. Uh, so there's like dust on the car, and he literally just takes his finger and draws the cut line in the dust on the car Jeez. and then immediately starts cutting. Yeah. Yeah, like these that. are things that like you hear that story and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. But there's so much video evidence <laughs> of him doing this. <laughs> there really is. After Stella Artois turned heads, people started throwing fistfuls of money at Nakai-san to build them a Porsche like his. So, in 1997, Nakai founded RWB, or Welt which loosely translates to Rough World Concept in German. The belief behind RWB is that nothing is really ever finished or sorted out perfectly. To Nakai-san, art is a work in progress. And the embrace of the imperfect. That belief is why Nakai-san can hand-cut fenders on $100,000 cars without a second thought. He's like Michelangelo. He's like, 
He's Michelangelo. Like Mike, he's like Mike. He's like Michelangelo looking at a raw block of marble, and seeing David hidden underneath the flat surface, just needing to be let out, but with Porsches. <laughs> cool. <laughs> While the finished RWB Porsche looks like a complex piece of artistry, the reality of what Nakai Sun does is pretty simple. Chops up the body and adds flares and skirts, then slams it to the ground and widens the rear end while working with the owner to pick a color scheme and design. Nakai-san leaves the motors and transmissions to other shops so he can focus on his part. Look and the feel, <laughs> which is my favorite part of most things. <laughs> you thinking about it? No. What? The look and the feel is probably the best part of everything. Is that that Foo Fighters album? The look and the feel of cotton. <laughs> oh, dude. So I listened to uh, every Green Day album. Okay. Last week. How many did you have? Oh, I listened to all. Uh, I listened to four. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> well, because I was like, I was like, oh, I know like every one of these songs because mm-hmm. I did that with Weezer too. Yeah. I was like, oh man, I know all these songs like in between the hits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, what other bands can I do that with? And I was like, oh, probably Foo Fighters. Mm-hmm. I have not listened to any mm-hmm. of the Foo Fighters. I didn't like them from the get. Turns out, <laughs> <laughs> here's my hot take: Dave I don't Grohl like is Dave Grohl. I don't like yeah, I don't Dave like Grohl. Dave Grohl is the most annoying example of. Well, he's funny for a musician, mm-hmm. but he's not funny for like a funny person. Yeah, and he's successful enough that no one has like told him. Mm-hmm. You saw a little bit of his real personality in the Hot Ones mm-hmm. when he like. First of all, he brought a bottle of whiskey and made, Ed, what's his name, Evan? Sean Evans. Sean Evans, Evans just take so God. many shots. Goat. And then Sean was a good sport about it. But then the final wing, uh, it got all serious, and Dave Grohl goes like, all right, can I can I confess something? And Sean Evans is like drunk, and he goes, I got another confession. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Dave Grohl is like, not now, dude, not now. And he uh, like was not a good sport about it. And I'm like, That's oh. a great response That's yeah really it was so funny it's so <laughs> funny dude drinking whiskey and eating that's wings so sounds like <laughs> the worst possible <laughs> thing you ever. wake up the next morning and uh like whiskey specifically yeah. too just like hey this thing's gonna burn what else burns rough world also believes that letting a car sit in an air-conditioned garage isn't what the motor gods intended that garage has got to be hot <laughs> the Kai son wants his vehicles to be driven hard and to be raced, drifted around, not parked and polished. And that's another reason why Nakai son and the Porsche purists bump heads. Well, well that's kind of ironic because all the RWB owners probably just keep it locked away for most of the time. Well, we'll talk about how expensive it is to get this done, and that's probably one reason why. Yeah, probably. Even though air-cold Porsches weren't the collector's cars they are now, Porsche purists still didn't like the idea of them being hacked apart and turned into race cars. While there were a lot of air-cold 911s around, there wasn't an endless supply of them, and even the non-enthusiasts knew that back in the 1990s. But Nakai didn't care. He was saws all through every 911 he could find, no matter how much they were selling for. He was a Sazalin. <laughs> what is going on? By 2005, Nakai San was blowing up message boards on the internet with his RWB Porsches. 
The U.S. was learning more about drifting and getting away from the idea that imports were just purple neon shift knobs and LED lights. The co-founder of Hoonigan, Brian Scotto, aforementioned Scotto, Scotto, featured Akira Nakai in Zero to 60 magazine, his big pre-Hoonigan passion project. It was a match made in heaven. Scotto fell in love with the RWB style and started eyeballing his own 1991-911 that was sitting in his garage gathering dust. The magazine did a whole write-up on the history of RWB and Rough World and featured some very large, very glossy photos of Nakai-san's not-so-glossy 930 Stella Artois. This delighted a bunch of Porsche enthusiasts who also dig other kinds of cars, but it solidly pissed off some hardcore Porsche-files. Wow. <laughs> Jeez. I'm as convicted Porsche-file. <laughs> <laughs> It was around this time in 2011 that RWB rep Toshia Ichiraku got Nakai-san to agree to build a few cars in the U.S. Nakai-san visited Fat Lace Paddock, Mark Alsenar's... <laughs> Shouts to Mark. Nakai-san visited Fat Lace Mark Paddock. Mark has, like, the coolest cars. Yeah, he does. He's got that uh, VW bus lowered, mm. or VW van, right? He's got... Some cool 911s. He's got, yeah, he's like always got the new GT3 RS. Got some cool stuff. Got anyway. A, he's got, I think he's got two Taycans. He does have a Taycan. Got a really cool W460V G-Wagon. He's got... He's got cool cars. RWB. So Mark Arsenal's shop in San Mateo would end tell up being... Tell people the address. <laughs> would end up being the official U.S. distributor for RWB. That's cool. I didn't know that. As for other invitees, Brian Scotto was the only one who could make it that weekend and hired Nakai-san to have Mark's a go. Mark's a mogul. He's my hero. Yeah. To have a go at his 911. So this is how Scotto got his RWB. Nakai-san took a sawzall to the then rare-ish air-cooled Porsche. He fattened up its fenders with his own RWB street kit, which consists of front and rear bumpers, fenders, rockers, and a wing that would make any tuner do a double take. Huh? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Then he turned his attention to the rubber and replaced the stock 205s That's tiny. with some beefy 245s in the front and some gargantuan 315s in the That's back. That's a big old tire out That's back a, there in the rear that car. Big old there. fat briskets on the back. Big old <laughs> rumple stiltskins out there. <laughs> <laughs> Nakai-san also stuffed in some big old brakes to match the need for speed Scotto was looking for. Also, you got to fill out that wheel. got to fill yeah, out yeah. that wheel. Are you going to have tiny little pinchers on it? Yeah, you're going to have some little <laughs> tiny little, <laughs> little crab little What is it, a crab? Crawfish boil or is it a crab fest? <laughs> <laughs> Crawfish boils is a lobster fest. If someone's being a huge like ass to you, mm -hmm. just be like, what is this, crab fest? What is this, crab fest? <laughs> Dude, cheer up. <laughs> Scotto worked his connections and sourced an ultra-rare S2 Ondial engine from a 1992 964 Porsche. These street-legal racing motors, of which only 20 were made, are daydream material for most people. But for Scotto, it was just a must-have, baby. Do you have wet daydreams ever? <laughs> no. <laughs> I always bring extra pants. I always bring a trash bag and extra pants. <laughs> Inside the car, Scotto and Nakai-san put together a lobster red leather interior 
which offset the matte white exterior. This also created the initial aesthetic for Team Hoonigan. The windshield displayed a huge raw welt graphic, but the tail had the all-too-familiar blocky Hoonigan logo hugged inside the brackets for the wing. Yeah, this car was labeled as a Hoonigan car before Hoonigan was Hoonigan. I think he took it to SEMA. Oh, for sure. And then people went ape. Does he still have this car? Yeah. Yeah. He just did a burnout in it like a year ago. <laughs> Probably does a burnout. Or no, not a burnout. A donut. A donut. It was really hard. A donut. Uh, this Porsche wasn't just unique. It was a game changer. He did a burnout in it. <laughs> he did a burnout in it about a year ago. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he just did a burnout in it. He did a burnout in it last year. God, Although like for Scotto, that is kind of like impressive. He famously has cars that don't run. Hmm. So he did a burnout in it a year ago. It was an apt burn. So Here's a headline. Watch the Hoonigan RWB lay some serious rubber. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> This Porsche wasn't just unique. It was a game changer for many in the U.S. who just hadn't seen things like this before. The matte white car captured many people's attention at SEMA and even started showing up in video, ga video games like Need for Speed. <laughs> uh, know who else is in video games? Us. But for <laughs> we're in Forza, <laughs> Dirt 5, and now the Crew Motorfest. Those are three AAA releases. Those are yeah. three AAA releases. But for some, like Jack Baruth writing for the truthaboutcars.com, the truthaboutcars.com, I'm Jack Baruth. <laughs> these kinds of shenanigans were pure blasphemy. He said, the owners of these cars should consider themselves caretakers, not nouveau riche tool bags with a license to deface. It's your car. You can deface car. whatever you want to do. Jack Baruth. He added, Nakai probably doesn't understand that cars well enough to make major changes on them. Jack Baruth. Yeah. <laughs> Jack Baruth. <laughs> He continued to put Nakai on blast for trashing rare 911s, writing up his article with, These RWB cars are just as ridiculous as all the stance garbage out there. But in this case, the victims aren't $1,000 Jettas and Marysville built Accords. They are limited production automobiles built in small quantities under regulatory and business conditions which will never exist again. They are precious to future generations, and they should be left alone. Shut up. Why'd you buy them all, Baruth? Shut up. Hey, how about you? How about you? Shut up. Hey, Baruth. How about you suck on my barals? We got beef with Baruth. Baruth's conservative approach to cars makes him a real dweeb. And it's the exact emotion that Nakai-san and the rough world were striking out against. Well, they called RWB owners Nouveau Riche Tool Bags. Nouveau Riche Tool Bags. He wasn't even rich by then. Probably is rich now, but... Probably rich as hell now. Yeah. Who? Not, oh, Anybody no. we've been talking about is rich as hell. Nakai, at Actually, this point, maybe Jack Baruth is probably the only guy that we've mentioned in this episode that's not rich. <laughs> Dude, Are you guys one, actually familiar with this guy? No. One, oh, he is a, he's got like a He's got a reputation. Oh, so he's probably going to hear this and like Pro he probably study. actually probably will. Yeah. Either way, this. we should tread carefully because one scathing article no, on care. the truthaboutcars.com <laughs> can take our, our whole operation, Jack Baruth, and then we'll be care. in double A releases. 
Get Uh-oh. bumped down at worst video games. <laughs> we'll get back to more past guests, but right now, a word from our sponsors. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Do you follow automotive news? Or do you just like cars and want to see what the heck's going on? Well, then you might like Donut Media's new podcast, The Big Three. Hi, I'm James Pumphrey, and every week, me and my co-host slash two of my top five friends, Nolan Sykes and Joe Weber, unpack the latest and greatest in automotive news and trends on The Big Three. You'll also get a lot of laughs, hot takes, and personal insight on cars from the biggest car guys in automotive media. So, whether you're a hardcore enthusiast or just a person who goes, up, that's a good-looking car, <laughs> check out The Big Three, available wherever you get your podcasts, or you can watch the full videos at Donut Podcasts on YouTube. RWB enthusiasts seem genuinely proud of their cars, and the ones who show up on social media driving their unique 911s are always regular car guys. People like Scotto, who ran car magazines and then founded Hoonigan, and people like Rutledge Wood. Our boy. Yeah. Yeah, one of the most successful guy I know. <laughs> <laughs> he was so nice when I interviewed him. He's super nice. He was like, yeah, I'll do whatever. I was like, could you go in front of your car and talk about it. I say anything but that. (laughs) (laughs) He sent me like a eight minute long video of him describing Mm -hmm. his car and Mm -hmm. it was like well shot and uh, then he did The Floor is Lava. Then he hosted that show. Yeah. There's not a lot of guys who like can offer you advice in our chosen field. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like being a car personality Mm -hmm. that's on camera is not like there's not a lot of people mm-hmm. like to like mentor you and Rutledge has always been great about yeah. giving yeah. me guidance and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Uh, everybody on like Mark, Arsenal, Scotto and Rutledge have all been very kind. Rutledge is like the opposite of Jack Baruth. If yeah. You think about it. <laughs> uh, Wood managed to make his own over the top personality, a reflection of his own custom RWB. Something that would send Baruth to his grave. <laughs> <laughs> wow, really? Really, oh, yeah, really going after hammering on, on Baruth. <laughs> <laughs> we just thre- did we just threaten to send him to his grave? <laughs> Rutledge Wood is going to kill Jack Baruth. <laughs> <laughs> Rutledge's RWB started as a stock 1986 Carrera, and he wanted to push purest buttons by swapping in a 2JZ, but the nuts and bolts didn't line up. So instead, he crammed a Summit LS3 crate motor into its butt. Wow. (laughs) Pretty much everything had to be chopped and customized. The LS3 headers scoop down below the car and point towards the front before circling back out the rear. That's pretty sick. Custom wheels hold some Continental Extremes in place, and a set of fat Bremos stopped the car on a Dime. Nice. 
Then Nakai-san showed up and locked himself in Rutledge's garage for 48 hours with a case of Mexican coats, a carton of cigarettes, and a Sawzall, and a bunch of big ideas. <laughs> when the garage door slid open, he had fitted front and rear bumpers, side skirts, spoilers, and a whole RWB arsenal onto the Porsche, which suddenly made it look like a mid-70s Ren Sport Ren Wagon. Ren Wagen, which was exactly what Rutledge and Nakai wanted to do. Oh yeah, dude. And that's the true inspiration for the RWB Porsches. They weren't just drift-inspired rich guy cars. They were pretty much 1970s Porsche race cars made for street legal driving and the occasional track days. I use street legal pretty <laughs> <laughs> politely. They're pretty low. They're pretty s- crazy. Yeah. Depending on the count, I guess depending on your county. Check with local authorities before you try and smog this. Hey, asking for a friend, would this <laughs> theoretical car be legal? In our county? In our county? Oh, I have to get registered in a different county, which is something that happens in a lot of other states. Uh-huh. Like, I think the county that Portland is in has, uh-huh. like, smog, and then you can just register it in a different county, like, north You can do there. that in California, too. My know, old neighbor. We have the same smog registrations, like, everywhere, the regulations all throughout the state. No. Yeah, my do. neighbor... Uh, has an old 930 and it's not, it's never going to pass smog. So he, well, he goes to triple a mm-hmm. and he says, I'm moving up to mammoth, which is a different County. Do they not have smog there? I don't know. It works. So he gets like two years. He has to wow. do this every two years, but um, they, for some reason, don't ask for an address. Am I just blowing up my neighbor's whole hustle right now? Yeah. What's his name? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Today, Nakai-san and his RWB crew have mostly shifted over from the AE86s over to 911s are constant fixtures at the Idler's Club 12-hour race, and that's because that's they run it. They run it. Yeah, that's the fake tire company that they spray paint on their tires. Mm-hmm. The annual race is organized by the Idler's Club, which is a non-conforming group of gearheads who don't spend much time thinking or caring about the rules of professional car racing, <laughs> so they can focus on just having fun in their cars. The event brings out RWB owners from all over Japan who are just looking to blow off steam and have some fun uh, the way Nakai-san envisioned them to be driven. So it's guys who can afford these cars having a track day probably during the week because that's what rich guys do. They have weekday track days. Yeah. The richer you are, the less you have to go to work. A sight to behold. The races look back to a simpler time. Before Nakai-san lived a higher stakes life and could just blast around curvy mountain roads in his AE86. Now, he's gone off-road and on track with his personal RWB Porsche. Unfortunately, in 2016, Nakai-san took a corner and got rear-ended by that $100,000 Lotus 211. He ended up smashing his personal RWB Adriana into a wall, and the car was totaled. No. But, like Stella Artois, Joe, starting from wreckage isn't always a bad thing. Nakai-san smoothed out the damage, attacked the bent-up 911 with a Sawzall and a cloud of cigarette smoke and eventually had Adriana back on the road. Yay! That's a little happy ending for you, Joe. But the episode's not over. Dang, that thing's sick as hell. Click that picture. It's like a rusty pink. That's sick. <laughs> That's nice. That's nice color. It's like if a... It's like a mechanical salmon. It is. Like a, <laughs> it is. Uh, and it's got a Playboy sticker on there. Oh, hell yeah. That's You're, where the... I like the articles. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> when Nakai Sun isn't chopping up his own cars, the wait list to get an RWB has drifted deep into the year-long territory. Multiple year-long. Multiples. Yeah. you got to wait a while now. And depending on location, you might wait even longer. Like he, Sheffield. Yeah, like Sheffield. doesn't like Sheffield. Do you actually Sheffield. come to Sheffield? But Nakai can be tempted with cool workspaces, cigarettes, cokes, <laughs> and large leather armchairs, even though these things aren't required. What is required is a solid idea of what you want and some cash to burn. To start, you'll need a Porsche, which are expensive. <laughs> yeah, but what if you want an air-cooled model? If you want an air-cooled one, uh, like a 930, a 964, a 993, it's going to cost you about uh, $100,000 at least. Ugh. Upwards of 150, 200 grand. Maybe lower than that if you tow it out of a lake. Oh. <laughs> then you call up Nakai and you get on the list and eventually you'll get a call back and talk about the build. Just be ready to list off what you're looking for. Then you slap down between 25000 and 50000 to get the official RW body kit mailed to you, which includes bumpers, rockers, and some absolutely beefy boy fendies. Beefed out fenders, dude. Is this pork? No, it's beef. No chicken allowed. Get in the basement. <laughs> Nakai Sun also includes a GT2 or 3.8 wing with a champion wing upgrade available for an extra 1300 bones. Is that that double one? The double yeah. wing? It's the double stacker? Oh. They offer SSR wheels wrapped in massive tires for an extra $5,500. And if you want some suspension to slam that big old belly boy down to the grizzly, it's going to be another $5,500. <laughs> and now Nakai-san is even RW being non-911s for certain fans. Tanner Faust, Whoa. friend of the channel. And the Enos team... Teamed up with RWB to work over a newer model Beetle. I love this. This is sick. Have you seen it? Yeah. They slammed a little cutie down to the ground, painted it like a pumpkin, stuffed some big old wheels under it, and of course, wide body fenders. The Beetle wound up looking, in Joe's eyes, amazing. <laughs> Direct quote. <laughs> and was instantly recognizable as an RWB. After all, RWB isn't just a pile of carbon fiber and wheels. It's a whole movement and idea around how cars should look and drive. And more importantly, how the cars should be driven. What Akira Nakai develops is priceless. The RWB Porsches have become as recognizable as roofs or the creations of Magnus Walker. Just not nearly as sanctioned. His unique vision leaves you with a one-of-a-kind vehicle that is track-ready, Instagram-worthy, and primed to anger any Porsche purist nearby. I think these days, though, I think his brand has grown so much and uh -huh. the RWB, like, aura has yeah. grown so much that, like, every, like, I feel like everyone likes him. I, I, I feel, I think you are in a very specific situation yeah. being an automotive, like, YouTuber and like Maybe. Media person. In L.A. particularly. In yeah. L.A. I think there's a lot of people who don't like stuff yeah. that we don't really run into that much. Yeah. I guess so. People with bad taste. That's I, what I, I just, call them. I've never run into, like, even, like, the Porsche purist or, like, any sort of, quote, purist. I, I don't think I've ever run into anyone like that at anything we go to. Maybe it is because I don't go to that many shows. I'd like to get to the thoughts 
of like uh, Gunther works, like what they think of RWB. They're probably like, thanks for helping make Uh, a market. Yeah, it's kind of like a tide raises all boats kind of situation. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, yeah, something for everybody. I remember seeing, I went to this uh, car meet. I forget what club put it on, but it was at the Buddhist temple in downtown LA. And there was a RWB with like a, uh, what's that called? Itasha. Like oh, all the cool. anime all over yeah. it, and it had like the sick Gundam on there, and I was, it was awesome. Dude, my dream car is a Gundam. Is it? Yeah, me too. I've been playing a lot of Armored Core Six. I would love. Some it. guy made his BMW 3 Series into a real Transformer. What? No, he didn't. And it stands up. Does it talk? Uh-uh. And then it rolls <laughs> up. How about you shut up? Okay. Shut up? Uh, we got Wiki. some listener mail. It's Guys. from Sam Witwicky. From Marshall Christopher Smith, who sounds like a serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, I've noticed that Nolan always introduces Joe and James, which means that he never gets to say a cool catchphrase. Oh, Ooh, uh, so good what's observation. Nolan's catchphrase. Uh-oh. Uh, hey guys, Chris Fix here. Whoa, no, no, no. Don't do a normal, do a good one. And as always, I am joined by <laughs> my co-host Nolan Sykes. What's up? <laughs> I, I don't know. Dude, see, you, this is hard as hell. I don't know. Dude, I it's hard as hell. It. Yeah. I, I, never, I wanted, to, go, I wanted I to say goose goose. That's good. Yeah. That's great. You just got to turn it up. You got to turn God. off the limiters. Yeah. yeah. Goose as, goose. As always, goose. joined by my co-host, Nolan Sykes. Give it the goose. Nice. nice. Yes. <laughs> goose it. Goose it. Goose it. Goose it. Honk, goose. honk, baby. Yeah. Honk, honk, goose it. Keep it goosed. Keep it oh, goose. see, I'm kind of just like no, no, no. You, no it's your own goosing it. Goosing it mean like that means the to, gas. Yeah, 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 dude. Goose, goose that. Goose that. Yeah. Goose that. Goose dude. that. Crank that three goose times to the left. That. You know what I mean? <laughs> goose it. Goose it. Thank goose you, it. Marshall Christopher Smith. You keep it goose. No, that's juiced. <laughs> Damn it! I'm just mixing everybody's <laughs> shit together. Goose everybody. Goose it, dude. Goose it. Consensual goosing. Thank you so much for helping me get my own catchphrase. If you'd like to help me with other aspects of my life, hit us up at askassetdonamedia.com. Send us your inquiries. Send us your questions. Um, I'm Nolan Sykes, signing off. Goose it up. has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, 
You can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.